I'm Chelsea Durden, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hey guys, this is Devlin Macabre, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hi, this is Jimmy from Jimmy's World Order, JWO, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 everyone. So it's Wrestling with Entertainment. The only audio experience on the web today, interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Cup. I am, of course, your host, James Shea, and it's a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with Jimmy and Gulo from Jimmy's War. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. How are you, Jimmy? I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, it's Sunday. Feels good. Oh, absolutely. And now, uh, what could we? Uh, what's coming up next for you? Um, what's coming up next? Well, we are gonna have a pop up in uh, PCW Wrestling um, in Wilmington on Friday. May 13th, we will be there as our JWO pop-up. Uh, we'll be there and we'll be selling, same as we sell in the store, t-shirts, uh, figures. If you want to come to one of our events, we'll also be selling tickets to that. And so that, that's going to be fun. That's always fun. We did it last time and we're going to have a lot of fun with that one. And for meeting greets for here in the store, uh, we're going to have Savio Vega. I believe it's June... Well, June 12th, uh, Savio Vega from the Bariquas, from the Nation of Domination. I actually got a video from him yesterday that they sent me over, which is really awesome. And he's going to be in here from 12 to 3 on a Sunday. And that's going to be a really good event um, with Savio. And then on July 10th, sorry, <laughs> July 10th, uh, we will have the Mountain. Uh, Jack Rougeau here, and he's coming all the way from Canada. So that's, you know, that's what we have right now for the books. So, I mean, there's other stuff that I'm working on, but, you know, I can't really say too much right now, but that's what we have so far. Yes, so yes. to be revealed. And so that I feel like that's pretty good. Um, I feel like Sabio and the Monty are kind of my era growing up. So, you know, it's kind of when I bring... Uh, Old, uh, not old, but old WWF guys that, you know, that kind of, you know, it feels good, you know, because it's like you watch them as a kid, you know, and now they're like in your store. So yeah. it feels good, you know, it feels good. It gives you that, you know, that nostalgic feeling that I, that I love. And, you know, it's obvious with the store, you know, it's, uh, we try to bring as much as nostalgia as we, as we can. Oh, absolutely, and I mean, I'm def I definitely popped when I saw Savio Vega announced. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. And of course, the Mountie, one of uh, WWE's most uh, interesting characters. Yes. And you know, the funny thing is he's going to actually be coming as the Mountie. He's going to come in full gimmick gear. Oh, wow. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So that's going to be even better, you know, he's coming... I'm just hoping it brings a little stun gun because that even makes uh, the photo ops a lot better. Yeah, my uh, co-host, uh, his uh, son, um, he's, his son is obsessed with the Mouthy song. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. He, my, uh, my co-host, he taught his uh, his son the Mouthy song, and then he won't shut up about it. <laughs> so wow. when I saw Mouthy, I was like, oh, well, he's got to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be fun. You know, I, I don't think I've ever seen that Mountie ever come to LA. To be honest, Not, nothing that I can remember. So you know, I think he's over twenty years. So you know, it's gonna be fun to have him here. Definitely. And gimmick. And uh, of course, can you tell us uh, where we can find you on social media, your website, and um. Well, we can find you IRL as well. Sure. Um, in social media, you can find us at uh, JWO, Jimmy's World Order, 
And hold on. I was, I was looking at the emails. For emails, it's jw.jimmysworldorder.com. For Instagram, it's jimmysworldorder. Uh, for Facebook, it's jimmysworldorder. And Twitter, it's at realjwo. And we're just having a blast here. You know, we're having a blast. Uh, you know, we are a figure uh, store, so we sell figures. We sell T-shirts. You know, when you came, we had uh, arcades for the kids. They're actually to play, you know. We have them here for people to, you know, bring their kids. You know, let's say, you know, they're bored at home. It's like, man, we have arcades here, you know, and they're totally free. Oh, absolutely. What's your, yeah. uh, what's your score on those uh, arcade games in there? What is my what score? What's your score <sighs> on those? I'm not really good at them. Um... <laughs> I never really wants to score. I just know I get to a certain level, and once I'm like, once I get a little bored, I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, <laughs> but it, you know, it's the arcade that we had growing up, so you know, I love it. I just even when I come in, like every day, I love watching them. You know, just gives you that nostalgic feeling. Absolutely, and uh, of course, uh, all of uh, Jimmy, everything pertaining to Jimmy's board order, uh, the website. Uh, um, social media accounts, uh, all the links will be in the description of the video below for our YouTube account. Perfect, thank you. Uh, of course, we we do it right here. Um, you just recently had uh, Johnny Gargano at the store. Yes. Could you tell us about that event and how it went? That one was one of our best ones. I mean, sometimes it's like they keep um, getting better and better and better, but that one was one of our best ones. Johnny was amazing. I don't know if you were outside when he was here. He did like a run in from, you know, from in, from the outside. He like went oh, yeah. all the way to the line. I was there. He went all the way. Yeah, he went to the line and he came back and it was like, wow, you know, it, you know, I I feel like we're truly blessed to have a uh, good guests that they come in and, you know, they're so professional. They're so awesome and they love their fans and they love, you know, doing the mini greets. And it, it's just uh, a good feeling that we get from, you know, from them being awesome and, you know, treating the customers and fans really well. And Johnny was one of the top notch, one of the best guests that we've had here. And, you know, hopefully we can bring them down the future. It was just a really great event. For that one, we actually did four hours, which we never do. We usually do three hours. So that one was, yeah, I would say top top five, at least. That's awesome. And I, I haven't, there's only been like a handful of people I've ever seen that was like genuinely happy to see us yes. as much as yes. we were happy to see him. Yeah, he did said in the, I seen a video when he did the run in and he came back and he goes, I missed it. You know, I missed you guys. You know, I miss you guys. And so that, that was uh, really awesome. Uh, you know, I will always take that with me, you know, because it was, he was genuinely so happy to be here. And he needed that, you know, because he's been away from wrestling for a while. And, you know, he's been a, a dad now. And so it's a new experience for him. And he wants to spend as much time as he can with his family, which is understandable, you know. Right. But, you know, like he said, when it's time to go, he's going to be ready. You know, he knows when and he knows, you know, the time and, you know, the place, you know, he'll be ready. You know, and everybody's going to be, you know, like, wow, you know, Johnny's back. But, yeah, he was so awesome and so grateful, you know, and you can't beat that, you know. Absolutely. Now, you've had a, a who's who's at the store. Who's been the oddest personality you've had in the store? Oddest? Um, oddest. I can't see anybody. Because they are, I, I'm honest, uh, they've been really good with us. Um, professional and everything. Nobody's been like rude to us or, no, everybody's been so good. You know, I guess it comes from, you know, 
the professionalism is because you know they don't want it to if they're rude or something they don't want it to get out there so that's why i feel like you know they've always been good to us we have no complaints at all yeah no i'm uh, i wasn't saying like you know uh, rude or i just like this guy is maybe walking on a different sidewalk than we are <sighs> Like, I want to say no. I, I want to say nobody yet. Nobody huh? yet. Nobody, nobody yet. yet. Okay. No. I mean, it would have been interesting to. Like, we we were scheduled to have a uh, new Jack here uh, last oh, year, wow. like a week before a week before he died. So that would have been interesting, you know, because uh, we we would we didn't know what to expect. So maybe I don't know. Maybe that would have been one where it would have been like, whoa, you know, like. Yeah. Is he really gonna stop somebody? <laughs> but you know, we didn't get that chance, and you know, we ended up bringing. Um, we didn't cancel. We ended up bringing a still pit bull that was gonna come with him, okay. and we ended up bringing um, what's his name, Mustafa. Mustafa Ali. We bring, we brought him instead, and you know, we did like a tribute uh, for New Jack, you know, but. So I think maybe that one would have been, but I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, once he was here, he would have been, like, you know, super good with us. You know, so I don't know his personality, but that would have been interesting, you know? No, you, you said something interesting to me. Um, you didn't can you didn't just cancel the event when you got, uh, when he had to step out. You Correct. got somebody else. Where does Correct. that mentality come from? of saying, no, we're not going to cancel, we have this event, but we'll get somebody else to beat it? Um, I think it's, um, I think we, because I feel like, you know, let's say, like, Pitbull, you know, he was still scheduled to come. I feel like, um, I kind of felt like we owed it to New York to at least do, like, a tribute to him because he was expected to be here. So I kind of felt like, you know, I did think about it, but it was at the time we were like, eh, you know, let's do a, you know, people were invested in coming to see New Jack at Pitbull. You know, let's just bring this tag team partner and see how that goes. And we did that and, you know, it was good. It was a good event. And, you know, we did tribute to New Jack. We even did, um, I don't remember if it's uh, 10 or 20 uh, bell rings outside with the with the fans and it was a good event and it was a tribute to new jack right. uh now can you tell us about leo styles leo styles uh he is a social media um event guy that we have um he's been with us since day one he's been with us uh since day one he runs all our social media our twitter um, but we have access to it, of course, you know, right. but Leo Styles is, he's originally from the Angel City guys, uh, which is, that is his thing that, you know, they do, um, they go to like comic cons and stuff like that. Yeah, like a podcast. Yeah. And he's actually the first one to interview me here in the store. So we became friends and we, you know, started talking and started working together and we've been working together ever since. And he's a great guy. Uh, he's actually like the, how can I say, the conscience of uh, the store because, you know, if anything, you know, he's the one to say, oh, no, I don't think, this is, we don't, I don't think we should bring this person or this person. You know, we kind of like, you know, we we decide between all of us who's best to bring in at that time or anything that's good for the store, you know? So he's definitely a genuine guy. Uh, and I want to say, you know, a brother because uh, we've known each other for a few years now. And, you know, we talk uh, in the week, maybe like four or five times in the week. And, we have good communication. So he is our social media guy, but also a good friend and somebody that we trust. He's a great hype guy. You know, when you're just standing in yeah, line, yeah. he just comes people, up and 
that's what I love about him. That, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't know that he does social media, uh, but he does. Um, they just think that maybe he's like the hype guy outside. But no, he does way more than that. You know, he does way more than that. <laughs> yeah, he's he he does maybe he runs maybe the store. Uh, I want to say forty percent of it. Wow. Yeah, behind the scenes, yeah. Right. Maybe more. Yeah. And uh, who was he saying we should bring to the store? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, you know, when it comes like, because, uh, you know, sometimes if the wrestler is, uh, you know, it depends on the price, too, you know? Right. So you have to look at the price, too, and, you know, if it doesn't make sense, then, you know, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, if we feel like, you know, it's going to be a great event, uh, then we do bring in that person. I mean, there's been a few that we were supposed to bring. And we didn't bring. Um, I remember last year I was supposed to bring Scott Hall. Oh wow! And I think it was with I I, I still have the flyer that was already made. But then I think uh, my good friend at Illinois Empire, um, I didn't tell him, but he ended up bringing him with Kevin Nash. So that kind of like, uh, you know, that kind of threw the plans out. Right. But that would have been a good one, you know, Scott Hall. Oh, yeah. Scott Hall, who else? Let me see if I could get some names. Scott Hall. Ah, there's a lot. There's a lot that we could have and we didn't, or there's a lot that we are and, you know, or we're still waiting and, you know, it depends on the timing and everything, you know? I got you. We like to, we like to be, you know, time everything, you know? Yeah, I Plan, plan everything out. And um, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you first opened Jimmy's World Order? What is something that I know now that I wish that I didn't or did want to know? That you did know, that you wish you knew back then. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, when we opened, uh, two weeks later, COVID hit. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so COVID hit like two weeks later, so, you know, oh. hi, so, you know, sorry, I'm in the floor. Sorry, um, so, hold on, sorry, customer came in, um, oh, no worries. yeah, the only thing would be COVID, because COVID hit us like two weeks after opening it. So, if we were open, yeah, but I mean, we were already, um, we started the whole thing at the beginning of the year, which we got the place and everything, the name, everything was like set, you know? And then we still had to paint the place, had to paint outside, put the logo, everything. So by the time March came around, we did the opening. And two weeks later, I remember the exact thing that I was watching. There was basketball on the TV. And I remember they were getting everybody out of the of the game live. And they were, like, sending everybody home. And they were saying, oh, you know, we're going to reschedule the game to find out what's going on, um, this and that. And then all of a sudden, it's like everything shut down. Everything shut down, and, you know, I kind of put a stop to the store for, like, a month here open, a month closed, a month open. So it, it took a while for us to even, like, fully open every day. Um, and then I think there were, um, at the same time, there was um, riots. So right. I remember going outside and then seeing a guy, because there's Citadel's, like, down the street, like maybe three minutes down to the left, City of Commerce. So there's a famous Citadel outlet store, right? So I remember hearing, seeing the news about the whole riots. And I remember going outside to my neighbors and 
what was it? There was um. I've seen a lot of people like trying to go to the Citadel. I came in. I'm like, man, what if they try to break in here? Right. And w what I did is I got everything down. I took everything down as soon as I seen that. Nobody knows it. I took everything down. I put it in the back. Uh, I called my wife. I said, bring the truck. And I got everything out of here. And then a few days later, when everything settled down, luckily nobody hit here. I think they tried to hit in Citadel. Um, and then they went to Long Beach. After that, it kind of died down. Uh, we came back after a few days, and then we put everything back up. And, and then it, it, it just went back and forth, you know, with COVID, riots, COVID, riots. Right. And it, that was hard, you know. That was hard because it's like it wouldn't let us fully open, you know. So that was hard. <laughs> But that's the only thing I, you know, I mean, I wish we did, that we didn't have to go through. Um, but besides that, I mean, I think it made us push harder, you know, to be better, you know. It gave us time to actually organize a little bit better. And the time that, you know, we closed and opened, it kind of gave us time to really organize the way that we wanted. Oh, absolutely. Um... So in the way it kind of worked out. And that's, that's crazy. And yeah, a lot of people do not understand how hilariously unprepared California was for coronavirus. Like one week we would be locked down, one week we'd be open, then we'd be in a soft lock, then we'd be completely locked down. And it was just an endless triangle of ridiculousness. Correct. You know, what was, you know, the dark process of having guests come in the pandemic era of wrestling, you know, when there was, when we were told, you know, stay six feet apart and then, you know, do a meeting week, which you shake hands and, and take pictures and all, all that. Yeah, I mean, I think for, I mean, I think a lot of people were scared. Um yeah. But at the same time, people were like kind of tired of it already because, you know, they were, I mean, a lot of people died, you know, so that's the sad part. Um, but when it comes to the meeting, we, we followed the guidelines. We did everything the way that they wanted us to. So it kind of worked out for us uh, as long as we followed the rules, you know. So it was, I think we were probably one of the only ones that started to do the meeting greet with the pandemic still on. I think just about, yeah. Yeah, and then, but we kept it safe, we kept it, you know, we kind of took people uh, out of their normal, you know. We took people out of their normality, you know, of being scared or whatever, and still coming at, you know, seeing their favorite wrestlers, even if it's just for a photo op or picture or even an autograph, you know, it just took it out of the normal for them. Absolutely. I mean, you kind of want a little bit of comfort in a, in a bad time in life. Yeah. Um, let's talk collectibles. Um, what is the most expensive item you, you've sold in the shop? And what is currently the most expensive item in the shop? Um, I sold the Stone Cold Steve Austin, um... I think it's a Jacks. It's a Jacks. Um, he had all the belts. He had um, he had all the belts and the Hall of Fame plaque, the T-shirt. I think I sold them for like maybe four hundred. Wow. That's pretty because I actually have that figure. <laughs> you do? How much did you get it for? Um, I got him when he first uh, came out for uh, oh. the ringside. It was a Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah, I mean, I still had it from that time. So yeah. I had it for like maybe what what year did it come out? Like maybe want to see ten years or more? Probably. And yeah, it was worth Mattel a lot. Came when out I in two thousand and ten. Yeah, I, I'm a Jax guy, so I kind of like that figures, the legend figures for Jax. I have all of them. I have all of them in my house. 
and that's my collection. All the Jacks, um, the Legends, all the Ultimate Warriors, all the Hogan's, all the Undertakers, um, even the, I forgot what you call it, they were a little bit bigger, where you could bend uh, their stomach. The, the, I have the, Deluxe, Deluxe. Deluxe, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have all those uh, in my collection, the house. Is, I have them in the, uh, like a glass cabinet. Yeah, so when people go, they're like amazed that, that I have that there, you know. At first, when we started the shop, I was gonna actually bring it, but I was, I mean, I know customers were gonna want those figures, so yeah. since I collected them for like over 20 years, I mean, I didn't want to be the bad guy and be like, no, those are mine, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 yeah, so I figured, no, just keep them at home. <laughs> yeah. That might have been the smart move to go with. But is there, yeah. um, is there some collectible out there that you have your eye on or just haven't been able to get or maybe the whole uh, world for either the shop or for your own personal collection? I want to say for the shop, no. Um, but for me... I mean, I think I pretty much got everything. I think I pretty much got every figure that I needed. Um, yeah, I had a good run with that. So for me, no. I mean, for the shop, not really. I mean, unless something comes out, I think one of the I have a one of the most expensive toys that I have right now is the WCW Brian Pillman in the in, in the full package. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So. Especially if you like, if you actually get Brian Pillman Jr. to come in. What? <laughs> especially if like you get Brian Pillman Jr. to come in. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah. Um, the one item that I noticed in your shop that kind of caught my eye was a pair of Brutus the Barber's Beefcake's uh, head clippers signed by him. Yes. Um. Was that was that an actual uh uh ring used clipper or was that just something he brought in or what can you tell us about those? Um. No, that one. Um. I think he makes them for when he does meet and greet. Okay. He buys them and makes them at his house. So, but it's still worth uh you know a lot because. It came from him, so he custom makes them, and then let's say at the end of a meeting group, like he'll be like, "Oh, you know, do you want to buy it?" Um, it's, I'll autograph it, you know, makes it worth a lot more. But it's custom made by him. That's there's been a that's yeah, cool. there's been there's been a few wrestlers that I've asked them if they have their stuff and they don't. Um, I remember, I think the only one that I, uh, that told me that they still have it is the Warlord. He what? told me that he still has his Warlord, um, his, uh, W, the Chrome W and the mask. And he's, and he said that he would never sell it. Those are for his kids. <laughs> I said, well, what about for the meeting grade? He goes, it's never coming out. I'm like, wow. And then I asked the barbarian cause we were having dinner. And then he said, oh, I sold all my stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I said, even the reindeer stuff? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I sold it. So I don't know anybody that keeps their stuff anymore. I mean, like, uh, like guys like Darby Allen, it's just, you know, some face paint. So it's easy. But, you know, and uh, like you said, the Mountie, he's coming in for Mountie here. So... Obviously, some of them feel more sentimental towards their stuff than others. Yeah. I think I seen in the podcast, uh, Eric Bischoff once said, man, if I would have known how much this stuff is worth now, I would have kept a lot of stuff. But I didn't know. So, he goes, I didn't know, so I, I got rid of it. Right. And that's true. I mean, how do we actually know? You know, even as a kid, how do we know stuff is going to be worth more? you know, later on. Oh, yeah. If I knew that Stone Cold was worth 400 bucks, I would have kept it in the package. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I I kept it in the package just because I just... I, 
all my other figures are open. But that one, I didn't open it. And, you know, and I guess I, in my head, I always knew something was going to happen. And the right time came and, you know, somebody, you know, came and they bought it. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Like, you know, I only have two figures that are not actually open. I have uh, the first Drew McIntyre Mattel figure signed by Drew McIntyre. And I have uh, a paid preview series Jeff Hardy signed by Jeff Hardy. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, I specifically got the Drew McIntyre so he would sign them. Um, but yeah. yeah, I've never... I usually just open them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That, I mean, I, 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 I don't collect I don't collect Mattel because I feel like I would have to start from the beginning. Yeah. So and I couldn't do that. I just I couldn't. You know, I started with uh, Jax from the very beginning when their Legends figures started coming out. I think that was um, the Legion of Doom red. I have them red and I have them in blue. I have the and blue. And then I have the both. And the, then the I have was uh, too expensive, <laughs> even back then. <laughs> no, I, I I think I got them at Toys R Us when they first came out. Damn. Yeah, cool. that's how. Yeah, that's how deep my collection goes. And I used to go to a swap meet um, every Sunday after breakfast um, in East LA College, and there was this guy that used to always have figures, so he used to always give me good deals. And that's where he used to give me like exclusive ones too. Ooh. And then um, it's funny though because that guy ended up being like the mayor of commerce, which is down the street. And he's came to like uh, a few of our meeting greets that we had. Wow! And he was the one that yeah, he was the one that got me into like getting more figures and getting more figures. That's so that, that's crazy. yeah, yeah, it's a crazy story. Yeah. I, uh, uh, when the Legion of Doom in the blue was my, uh, I was still a kid when I wanted those. And, uh, my mom went to the, uh, it was, a like a flea market and he had them. And he said, you don't understand how expensive, how collectible these guys are. And she was like, I don't care who they are. I just know my son wants them and I need to get them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good mom. <laughs> yes. When it comes to things like that, like, you know, she, I remember, like, when Eugene came out. Like, she didn't know who the hell Eugene was. But she knew I True. wanted him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think for me and my mom, uh, I, I consider it for, for us to be poor when we were kids. And... You know, even one or two figures that, you know, we would get at Toys R Us. I mean, it was it was awesome, you know, like the Hasbro's and stuff. And she's a big part of why, uh, you know, I wanted to start up a store because, you know, kind of like homage to her because um, she's the one that, you know, with whatever little money that she had, she bought me a Hasbro here and there. So I kind of, you know, getting older, you know, I wanted to do something, you know, or something that I love, you know, something that I love and kind of pay homage to my mom, you know. So, you know, it's when you come in, it's kind of like, you know, I wish, you know, I would have been able to buy all these posters, you know, I wish that I would have been able to buy these figures as a kid, you know, so... Oh, yeah. She's a big part of why, you know, the shop is around. Has she been in the shop? Yes. Is that kind of like, was that kind of like a full soccer moment? Yes. Yes, because when I decided to open up a shop, um, she was in the hospital. So she was in the hospital and she was like, she was like, um, Almost gonna die. Um, she had gone through some stuff, and you know she was, you know, I think uh, in the hospital like every week or every other day, and I had to bring her like to the hospital, or had she had to stay there for like weeks or days, and 
at the time I'm trying to think of something to do for her to honor her. And, you know, Jimmy is what they, you know, my friends call me, or even as a little kid, you know, that's the nickname that everybody used to give me, you know, and it became it because of her. So, you know, when she was in the hospital, you know, I, I thought about something to doing for her. And then, you know, luckily, you know, she was able to survive and, you know, also come full, come full circle for her. And, you know, now she's like 100%. And, you know, it's awesome that, you know, I was still able to, you know, open up the shop. She was able to, uh, to be healthy again and you know so it, it worked out in the in the long run but at the time it was really hard you know it was like seeing your mom almost die you know and then her sacrificing you know her whole life to raise you you know so yeah you know it, it's full circle now but at the time it was very hard but luckily she was able to yeah luckily she was able to pull through and you know, she, I think she's a thousand percent now, which is awesome. That's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. And thank you for saying that with me. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about Leslie? Which Leslie? There's two. Ooh. Tell us about both. One of them is my daughter. Um, she works with the other Leslie. Um, she never does the event, um, but she works here in the week too with us and she's going to college. So she's kind of trying to figure out what she's going to do. So that's good. And then the Leslie, uh, JWO one that we have here that works the event. Um, she's awesome. She's been with us for almost two years and she has a great personality and, you know, she knows how to treat customers and. I love that, you know, that when we wanted to hire somebody, we thought about somebody like that, you know, that somebody that had a really good attitude, um, but also is firm, you know, when it's time to be firm, she's firm. So, yeah, she's awesome. Never had a complaint about her. Everybody loves her. Same as Leo, I consider them to be family now because we just work well together. It does seem like, you know, it's a family, you know, you just told me about your mom and now your daughter is also working in the shop and, you know, Leo is kind of like your brother now. So it's very much, it seems like it's a very close-knit, family-oriented establishment. Yes, very. That's great. Now, uh... Who is someone who was completely different than you may have expect them, expected them to be for whatever reason? Like a, a wrestler guest. or a guest? Yes. Uh, different? Let me see. Let me think. Um, different. Like different personality or... Like, you kind of expected them to be one way, but they were comp a completely different way. Oh, I mean, I want to say Lana. Hmm, Lana. Yeah. I mean, Lana was amazing, too. But I even had, um, I think somebody sent me a message one time and said, oh, you know, she's this or that. And I'm like, oh, well, oh, well you know, we'll see when she comes. And she was awesome. She was awesome. And, you know, she was, again, one of our best guests. Uh, when she came here, uh, she was so happy. I don't know if she ever done a meeting greet before, but she was super happy and ecstatic. And that made it even better because she was, like, super happy. Uh, and then when they were here, there was customers singing, uh, Lana is number one. And she got <laughs> so happy. She was, like, Amazing, you know, yeah. nothing to what that person has sent me, you know, she was, like they say, the bomb.com. <laughs> no, Lana's definitely one of those people that definitely doesn't get her flowers, and she definitely deserves them. 
Yes, very. Um, what's somebody? Who's somebody that you would like to have? Either crazy fantasy or somebody that's that you wasn't able to get yet. I want to say, um, as a kid and as an adult, I want to say Hulk Hogan. Ooh, yeah. Because uh, as a kid, Hulk Hogan was, you know, American hero to us and everything. And he was like, uh, I want to say, like, almost God. Cause, I mean, not like <laughs> that, but, you know, he was like, we looked up to him so much and he never really lost. Oh. Until he fought Ultimate Warrior, but, you know, I was already like 12 or 13. But, you know, he was like, they made him so good that, you know, nobody could beat him. Uh, and that was, that was, man. And then, and then as an adult, I kind of stopped watching wrestling from like my teenage years all the way to like 1998. And when I seen him as a heel, as an NWO, uh, that was amazing. That was, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it because I was so used to the good guys against the bad guys. Right. So for him to be a bad guy and be cool was different. And that's kind of what got me back in it. You know, it was like, and once I, once I got back in, I haven't been able to get out. And, you know, to be honest, I don't want to. But, you know, once I got back in, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was just a different, different time and different era. Absolutely. I mean, Jimmy's World Order, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> exactly. You know, even when X-Pac came, I said, you know, I want you to know, like, the story is a homage to you guys, too, because, you know, I love the NWO. You know, it's obvious, you know. And he was like, oh, thank you. You know, I appreciate it. Even uh, when we had Bishop, I told him the same thing. And he even uh, gave me, uh, he signed a... Uh, 8x10, it says, you make the NWO proud, you know, wow. that, that's crazy, that's from, he invented the NWO. That's awesome. And, you know, he didn't have to say that or put it there, or, you know, but he did, and, you know, that was amazing, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's crazy, because he's the one that invented the NWO. Now, uh, is, uh, you're a pretty successful right now, is there any uh thoughts of a second store i think eventually we would like to get a second store the i think the only thing is where you know do we want hollywood do we want the valley do we want the old Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> see i mean they, they have the lucha store there um, what is it called um uh yeah penta and uh, wait, store yeah, you know what it's called. But they have that store there. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a different type of store, you know, but I think theirs is more like a museum. Yeah. Um, ours, I, you know, I consider ours to be like a WWF type, you right. know, with the whole NWO kind of thing there. Kind but of when like you an attitude era vibe. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, but yeah, would I like to have another store? Yeah, you know, JWO2 or, you know, let's say JWO uh, Pasadena or... Could I make a could suggestion? Be any, go ahead. JWO Wolfpack. Yeah. Yeah. So that there, I mean, yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, so I mean, it would just be like uh, where, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Alright, uh, on to a controversial subject. Pineapple on pizza, what's your stand? No way. No pineapple on my pizza. Not even considering so, it. Throwing it in no. the trash. No. No way. What's your spirit Pokemon? I don't like Pokemon. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're a WC, uh, an ECW guy. Do you, yes. And we love Tracy Smothers on the show. Do you know the oh. acronym for Doug? 
T-H-U-G. No, I don't. What is it? T is for terrible, H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail because a dog can't spell. Wow. Is that true? Yeah, that's, that's what he said. <laughs> All that's wow. I would have to look it up because I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, where do I see myself in five years? For sure, definitely having another store. Um, maybe something else, too, that I have in the plans. Um, could be anything, you know? But something related to the name. Um, but yeah, it's something that we have in the works. And I think that would probably come before JWO2. Uh, the only hint that I can give you is I'm into fitness a lot. So, yeah. So maybe before JWO2, that's going to happen before that. And, you know, then after, I think it would be that, and then JWO2 would be, you know, here. And I would consider myself to be semi-retired. All right. And what is something inside Jimmy's World Order for someone that best shows off what Jimmy's World Order is all about? I think it's uh, me and the team were uh, we're all about passion. We're all about um, giving the customers the best uh, customer satisfaction that we can have. Uh, making sure that people are happy. Uh, even you know Leo when he's outside, make sure nobody's bored. Um, it's just giving you that good experience from having a meet and greet. You know, not just uh, boom boom, take your picture, let's go. No, it's more like go ahead, interact, have a few minutes with them, take a picture, and then, you know. But it's more giving you a, a time to, you know, enjoy the moment. And we're, I consider ourselves to be, you know, like that. Well, and since we're nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with eight questions of you. This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready, Jimmy? Yeah. What time is it? Um, well, one, it's almost two. Okay. A few more minutes. Yeah. It's a speed round. Excluding yourself, uh, greatest wrestler of all time. Greatest of all time, Scott Hall. Worst wrestler. Worst wrestler of all time, maybe Gilbert. You can book the main event for WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who are the two two battles? I would actually put uh, Scott Hall, because I love Scott Hall. Even before all this, I love Scott Hall. I would put Scott Hall versus maybe Diesel. Kevin Ash. Yeah. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Of course I'm going to stay in W.O. <laughs> I think that was a given. Yeah. Finish the sentence. K-Fabe is... Dead, but it should be alive. Good answer. Squash. Fruit or vegetable? Uh, squash? I think it's vegetable. It is a fruit. Wow. You may have gotten the question wrong, but you are in good graces with Kalika Yachts, a part of Squash Squad, and that means a whole lot more. <laughs> New Japan wrestler Tai Chi, his ring gear gets smaller every year when he will himself to the wall. My question, what is the appropriate trunks to butt ratio for ring gear? What is the appropriate trunks for ring gear? What is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio? I have no idea. <laughs> Don't have an opinion on it? No. Oh. And the main 
then the last question, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? No. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And hopefully we see you back in the store for, yeah. for anything, for a figure, for a shirt, or a meeting greet. You will definitely see me for uh, upcoming meeting greets for sure. And can you tell us uh, once again where we can find Jimmy's World Order, everything that has to do with it on social media and whatnot? Sure. <clears throat> on uh, Instagram, we're Jimmy's World Order. Uh, Facebook, the same Jimmy's World Order. <coughs> Twitter, we're at the real JWO1. And. Email where jwo at jimmysworldorder.com. And of course, the um, the website for the, the store, and you are on. Uh, yeah, uh, jimmysworldorder.com with the store. And then we have a Shopify, like for all your. Um, we have a link up in the Instagram if you, you know, or you could just look us up at. We have a Shopify where all our stuff that we do sell online which is figures, t-shirts, collectible, anything that you need, or even the we have our meet and greets that are too. And, of course, all of those links will be in the description of the video below for on YouTube and CastBox. Simply click the link and you will be on anything that has to do with Jimmy's World Photo. You've been listening to him for almost an hour. Buy it a damn figure. Or buy yeah. a damn shirt. <laughs> Just buy something. Go to an event. Yeah. Support support small uh, small businesses. There you go. And of course, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment. We're on YouTube and Castbox, which is of course sponsored by Rogue Energy and Air One Coffee. Join us next week for another incredible interview. Uh, you can follow the show at Wrestling Eagle on Twitter and Instagram for all uh, the latest news. Uh, you can follow me at JamesJ993, follow Kuliko at I am Kuliko, follow Scooter Dust on YouTube on the remix only live alternative commentary for WWE events, uh, and at Scooter Dust on Twitter. Alright, uh, Jimmy, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment. Okay. For our very special guest, Jimmy. Calico Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs with Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is The Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to wrestling with entertainment enjoy the show support these guys we appreciate it very much we'll see you at ringside